Loungin' with Kristen and Jack is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. They used to be lounging. It is. What week is it, Jack? Week number 163 is what it feels like. Hold on. I'm holding. What would you like me to hold on to? I was turning down what I thought was the music, and I was turning you down, so I've now found a way, Mr. John Hancock, to turn Kristen down. Wow. Maybe even off. Talk about a prayer answered. <laughs> you might want to open up again, Kristen, because I did roll. I rolled the wrong thing down. I rolled the pot down. Well, listen. That's radio talk. I'll tell you what. We don't have we don't have that kind of time, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I like to. What I like to do is make this as imperfect as possible, because as we've always said, it is the MIB network. Very different from Rush Limbaugh's. It's the mediocrity in broadcasting. That's right. This is where we're hanging. Goodness gracious. Welcome to uh, Lounging with Kristen and Jack. And do we have a special guest today, Kristen? The leaf blowers outside my window? Th- that, yeah, that guy. He's he's awesome in yeah. every way. Yeah. But uh, Mr. John Hancock uh, from the North Carolina Hall, Hall, Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Wow. In the house. Wow. That's quite an honor, John. I Congratulations. must be huge. Yeah. <laughs> You're huge in this room right now. You're the, mo- you're the most awarded guy in this room. It all started with my long uh, history of uh, uh, with uh, Kristen. Uh, that uh, that w- what was it? Kristen three, four, five. I think we had five weeks, four and a half to five glorious weeks of uh, doing a morning show together. And then they called us in the office. What we thought was surely a raise, because they were so impressed with our work search term, and they told us, "You guys are out of here." <laughs> You guys thought, hey, kudos maybe are, are coming our way. I mean, it's been a, a glorious five weeks. Certainly they're mm-hmm. impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was willing to change my name to Bob, but uh, Kristen <laughs> wouldn't change her name to Tom. So that that's good, blew the whole thing. That's exactly right. That's the old we're moving in another direction yes. conversation. <laughs> yeah. And we wish you the best. Yes. In all in, of your future, future endeavors. Endeavors. There you go. <laughs> Does anybody look up to see what an endeavor is? I thought it was a shuttle. I don't know. That's the next place that tells you they wish you the best. (laughs) (laughs) So John Hancock, also known to those of you that don't live in the Charlotte area, uh, also known as Charlotte's Most Beloved. And And I I, I always meant to ask you, John, how did that come about? Uh, I gave it to myself. (laughs) Nice. Well, I had not been, uh, when I was hired at BT, I wasn't necessarily an overnight hit, and uh, people were calling up. We didn't have phone screeners back then, so if you got on the air, you were able to say whatever you wanted to say, and uh, my reception was less than uh, when welcoming, and I, uh, one day, just out of frustration, started calling myself Charlotte's Most Beloved, really, and you know my sarcasm is a lot like yours. 
Yep. Um, so I just did that really to irritate the hell out of everybody. And uh, and now we've been saying it for 30 years. And like any good advertising program, if you tell somebody something over and over and over again, they soon begin to believe it. See what happens. So it actually was a stroke of genius, which I'm not necessarily known for. Oh, stop. Stop. You're a smarty. I remember, uh, John, when I did the show with you uh, for those uh, short five weeks, uh, you would come in so prepared to do the morning show. You would come in with newspapers and things were highlighted and post-it notes everywhere and i'd just show up still drunk really let's be honest from the night before and uh and and i thought he's gonna hate me (laughs) no because um i I, that was my uh, paranoia i always went in even when i was uh, doing talk shows at uh, wbt i always went in with enough material to where if i never got a phone call i could still get the show done so that's that that's on air paranoia but listen let me tell you and i've told you this offline before too what I remember about you is from time to time we would get into a, uh, a subject with some substance to it, and uh, you would prove that you actually were pretty well read and you had an opinion on it and you knew how to voice it. Um, and talk radio, somehow or another, fate should have delivered you to talk radio because you would have been killer. She would have been, oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not dead yet, so if anybody out there is interested, yeah. I, I certainly believe I could hold my own. I don't think a lot of people would like me, John. Um, that doesn't matter. That's the secret. To, it's like uh, anything in radio. If if there's a poll taken and you win favorite and least favorite, then you're doing yeah. it perfectly. Ah, you're yeah. doing it well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually, uh, now, usually the silliest morning show in a survey uh, and the most hated was also the number one. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Yeah. That explains Howard Stern in a nutshell, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It does. Well, he called himself the king of all media. He gave himself that title. Yeah. So and and, and now you believe it. <laughs> well, actually, now it's true. Now, now that I think about <laughs> I'm it, to think of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Ryan Seacrest owns a big a big corner of that market as well. You know, I Which actually I still hate don't him. Understand. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> I say I actually hate him. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah I, I don't his, get it. Hey, Jack and I talked word. about this. I don't understand it. a strong it. word. Just don't quite get it. Yeah. Never oh, did get guy. the appeal of that. Of all the guys, of all the radio people in mm. the world, just think about that for a minute. There's so many great radio people, and we know many of them, and we're just, you know, Charlotte folk. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine out of the big cities, but that's the guy. I, I just, I, it's beyond me. That right guy, me. right time, right look. L.A., that mm. probably played a big part of it. Oh, it always does. Yeah. If, uh, if Rick Dees had been 15 years later, it probably would have been, been him. his. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, yeah. So, John, you were on WBT, for the people that don't know Charlotte Radio, because we do have people listening in other, in other cities. Uh, you, uh, you started in BT what year in Charlotte? Uh, 1990. 90. Got mad at them in 99, quit. Came to work with you guys, you and Jack, uh, at uh, the end for a couple of years, and then uh, went back uh, a week before 9-11. Wow. And, and ju- then you just you, retired. You retired when? This year or last year? Uh, 19, tw- October of, ni- of 2019. 2019. So it's been almost two years. It has been two years. Wow. Wow. And I've gotten absolutely nothing accomplished. <laughs> well, I, I, I did get one thing accomplished. I had a leg amputated. But well, other than that, I really haven't done anything. That's just a walk I, in the park, you know? I don't know that you had to go to that extreme. You could have just, you know, planted bored. a row of flowers, say, or hedges. I was bored. I wanted uh, some kind of an experience that nobody else had had before. And I said, oh, yeah, what the heck, take it. There you go. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> now, what that was is... the real story, though? You really, this, you're not joking about that. You really did have a leg amputated. Yeah, but I got, uh, uh, five and a half years ago, I was diagnosed diabetic. And, uh, and we, we went and attacked it uh, and got everything under control. And then slowly but surely, you kind of cheat and cheat and cheat and cheat. And at some point along the line, I got a foot infection. And uh, long story short, got really sick for about two and a half weeks and then uh, finally went to the emergency room. And it was just about a year ago right now that uh, I met a doctor, Dr. Reed at Caramount in Gastonia, North Carolina. And uh, after tests and blood tests and this, that, and the other over about a three-year period, this uh, doctor I had known for about 40 minutes walked into a room and said, uh, there's a bacteria going into your system. And uh, uh, to tell you the truth, John, if you uh, went to Charlotte, you might be able to find some hotshot doctor that says he could uh, save the foot. But I don't think you've got time. I think if uh, we don't take care of this uh, within the next week or 10 days, so I think we're going to have to take the foot. And I uh, looked at my wife and uh, looked back at him uh, 20 seconds later, and I said, okay. And that was that. Yeah. And it's interesting because they, they amputated the next morning, they amputated the foot. And then they go back four days after that and amputate about seven or eight more inches of your leg so that it will fit technically the prosthesis perfectly when it's all said and done with. And I know it sounds perfectly gruesome and terrible, and, and I don't recommend it, but it's really not the worst thing I've ever been through. Uh, and as I was telling Jack a few minutes ago, it's it's actually kind of been uh, an adventure. Uh, it hasn't been the, the big, painful, long ordeal that I think everybody thinks it is. Uh, I was fitted with a prosthetic back in uh, February, and uh, now I'm used to it. You just uh, you you just keep on going. It's a plug and play, is it not? Yeah, well, it is kind of plug and play. It, it's it's like uh, uh, riding a unicycle. Once you're yeah. used to it, it seems normal. It makes a little clicking sound when you connect it. Yeah. You know, and you know it's uh, connected right. Now, do you still feel, do you have the phantom pain? Do you still feel that foot? Yeah, I've never really uh, phantom pain. You have phantom feeling. And some people have phantom pain. And I've had a couple of brief moments where there's been some discomfort that was not comfortable. But... Uh, yeah, every now and then I'll feel the bottom of my foot will itch or the side of my foot, which used to itch from time to time. And, you know, you'd reach down and scratch the side of your foot. It still yeah. itches or uh, I'll feel like I've got an ingrown toenail or one day I was walking around and I felt like I had a sprained ankle. But obviously none of those exist any longer, which leads me to wonder when my brain was telling me that I had an itch or that I had uh, toe ingrown pain or something like did i really or was that just my mind screwing with me wow wow but I, you I've do feel people talk about this that's i find it very interesting yeah no you there's all sorts of things you don't it was my right foot that was amputated so the next thing we had to figure out was how do you drive and oh. uh and so we had the car outfitted so i've got a, a, a gas pedal in my car on the left and another gas pedal on the right of the uh, of the brake and when I start the car I hit a green button and it reverts to left foot drive and when my wife uses the same car she doesn't hit the green button and the car drives the way it's supposed to so little things along the way we've had to learn that's crazy now, stuff. Now, can you use, for fun, just for fun now, can you use both gas pedals at the same time and, and I, go I don't believe twice so. as fast? No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> go twice. I would try that, but I don't have a foot to try it with. Yeah, what happened to John? Well, Kristen told him to use both gas pedals, <laughs> and we haven't seen him since. Yeah, he, he was coming down off the mountain and yeah. blowing rock. and He was driving very fast, according to 
officials. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not right. Now, you no. know this, John. I'm not telling you anything new. No. Well, I'm not really. I mean, I only had five weeks to experience it, but I was starting to get suspect. I wouldn't tell you that. <laughs> but don't, don't you just wonder, though, if, if things had been different and you guys had been able to have the time to ramp up a show together, what it would have been? I'd wonder. Yeah. And I'm sure Kristen does, too. No, absolutely I do. Yeah. Because, uh, again, and I'm not just kissing up to Kristen, but she's no just giggle chick. And that's what – there's so many females on the radio that are just put in there for atmosphere and to uh, adore the host. And uh, right. that's not Kristen. Kristen had a mind on her of her own, and she had a brain on her shoulders, and she had no. opinions, and she was willing to uh, uh, stand by them. And, yeah. uh, and she's got great vocal quality and uh, – no, I, I I will always wonder what we could have done. Not a giggle chick at all. Giggle prostitute? Yes. Hey, hey. What? That's whore to you. That's whore. <laughs> I prefer the term whore. Ho is fine as well. Ho. You want to shorten yeah. it? Okay, fine. Sure. A giggle ho. With the holidays coming up, let's go with ho. Sure. Uh, John, speaking of the holidays, you used to do a lot of work with... Um, Kids First of the Carolinas. Do you still do any work with those folks? Well, um, no. Kids First was run by a lady by the name of Sharon Sanders, who uh, about 29, 30 years ago started taking care of families, one family at a time. And and then I ran across her and we kind of grew the thing into a monster where we were taking care of 2,500 to 3,000 kids and getting 1,500 bikes a year uh, with our annual bike drive. And last January, Sharon passed away of cancer. And so Kids First is kind of in limbo at this point. Her family is going to take care of some uh, some uh, people, and I'm going to do the bike drive in conjunction with the Panthers and uh, WSOC-TV. So we're still helping people, but not as a group called Kids First. Okay. So the group itself is just kind of, we're not sure where, where that's headed. It's in limbo, but it'll never be what it was. No. It'll never grow to the, to the, to the power and the strengths that, it, that we had taken it. She was yeah. the driving force behind that. Oh, absolutely. Well, she will certainly be missed because she helped, I can't even, I mean, countless, countless people. Mm. I have, friends of mine would get in a bad way, and she'd say, oh, my God, I'll get them some grocery cards. I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to do that. And all of a sudden, boom, there were Harris Teeter cards, you know, in, the, in, in my mailbox for my friend that I had talked about that was in a bad way. Uh, just anybody that, if she trusted you and knew that you were, you know, telling a true story and you really weren't in good shape, she would find a way to help you, no matter I who you were. I, on a couple of occasions, drove through, and I had a Kids First magnet on the side of my car that said helping kids at Christmas or something like that. And I remember I drove into a fast food restaurant one day, and uh, the lady said, uh, what is that? And I told her, I said, it's a group that helps kids at Christmas. And I could see on her face um, that she wanted to ask me more, but she didn't have time, couldn't. So she brought me my order, and I said, do you have kids? And she said, yeah. And I said, are they taken care of at this Christmas? And she said, uh, well, um, no, that's kind of why I asked you who you are. And I gave her my business card, and I said, lady, if you've got the guts to call me, then I've, I, I, we'll, we'll take care of your kids this Christmas. That was what was cool about kids first is when you could react that quickly. That yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, you said that you, the bike drive will continue, and you said something about the Panthers, and we have to take a short break because we're, uh, we're at our, our halfway point here. But, but I sure do want to talk about the Panthers with you, guys. Oh, yeah. It's been an exciting Can week. we? Yeah. What when do you, we come back from the break? What, what do you want to do about the flashback? 
I want you to play it, for God's sake, for the you love want, of all that's You want me to play it now? Yeah, I need sure. a break. I, I can't do these long, uh, right. these long shifts. Uh, this was, <laughs> this was Kristen, uh, when we got to talking about some of the germiest places. And this is so funny because this would have been 08, long before the pandemic. But uh, yeah. it's today's Lounge Flashback. Lounge Flashback. We were talking about yesterday, the 12 germiest places in your life from Health Magazine. Yes. Talked about... Uh, you should probably review uh, briefly. Well, we, well, let's review the ones that uh, that I thought, yeah, that's that makes good sense. Uh, your kitchen sink. Yeah. Because yeah. you get all that food. And, you know, now when you're chopping up vegetables and stuff, you should really uh, bleach or at least soft scrub with bleach or whatever. Because vegetables now contain sometimes salmonella, and that can lay around in there, and you don't want that. Yeah. So the kitchen sink, bad. We knew that. Airplane bathrooms, that's yeah. not a shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, public drinking fountains, we've always known that. Yeah. Shopping cart handles. You were surprised by that yes. one, Jack. Well, I was after thinking about it not so much, but that's not something you'd readily think a about. A lot of the grocery stores, though, have those Sanitizing sanitizing wipes. That's what she was saying. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, to wipe it off. Right there by the carts. Uh, ATM machines, ATM buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, playgrounds, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mats and machines at health clubs. Told yes. you, and you were yeah. a little su- surprised by that, but think about it. Everybody's all sweating and snotting and whatnot. Uh, let's see. Your office telephone, mm-hmm. especially if it's shared with other people. The hotel room. <laughs> what? What did you? Yeah. Oh, he God. Just... Uh, the hotel room remote control. Yeah. Actually, yeah. anything in a hotel room. Sure. Yes. Yeah. The clock radio, the phone, door handles, light yeah. switches, all horrible. Yeah. And then I said, uh, one of the ones that I found shocking was yeah. uh, a purse. Yes, Or your purse. your handbag, ladies' mm-hmm. ladies' handbags. Really? because Yeah, especially the bottom of it. Because Ooh, we set them on the floor everywhere. The time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Filthy. Um, here's another one that I found shocking. I didn't talk about this one uh, yesterday. I was surprised by this one for some reason. Your bathtub. My bathtub? The bathtub? I'm looking at you because I'm talking to you, oh. but ever, all of our bathtubs. Oh, I see. The place you go to get clean is one of the dirtiest. A recent wow. study. Ew. Yeah, a recent study found that that Staphylococcus uh, bacteria uh, was That's in 26% tough. of tubs tested, as compared with just 6% of garbage cans. You know, the last time I took a tub bath? 1923. 92, maybe? 92. Don't believe in it. Why would you want to sit in dirty water? I never have understood that. Okay. The shower guy. All right. Yeah. Um, and here's the one that really uh, shocked me. This is weird. This is the weirdest. I've never heard this, but it, now it makes complete sense, and now clearly I can't do this chore anymore. Is it this? No. It's not the cell phone. What Do you, do you have I'm any guesses? i holding my cell phone up. Germiest places. There's only one other your thing that I can think. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Is it? Your keyboard for the computer? Nope. Is it this? No. He's not <laughs> holding that up. He's holding up dirty words. Yes, he is. Uh, no. Get this. A load of wet laundry. What? Yep. Anytime you transfer underwear from the washer to the dryer, you're getting E. coli on your hands. They just came out of just the washing machine. Just one soiled machine. undergarment can spread bacteria to the entire load and the machine itself. Let me have the phone. My entire family's in peril. <laughs> Lounge flashback. Oh, God. We were talking about germs like we knew what we were talking about, but that was. It makes no sense. I can see putting the laundry in the washer, you might get that, but coming out of the washer? 
I don't know. I don't know. I guess now, well, now we have the sanitizing stuff. Oh, I thank God I don't wear underwear. Yep. There's there's something I didn't need to know, and yet here we are. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this on? And yet here we are. You know, it's time to... Lounging with uh, Kristen and Jack is presented by the Queen City Podcast Network. Don't forget, you can... Uh, visit their website to hear us each week. Every Friday, a new episode drops. Queen City Podcast Network.com. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we're back with special guest John Hancock after the break. This is Lounging with Kristen and Jack. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care doesn't have to wait because after hours, urgent care knows accidents happen. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. And we're back, lounging with Kristen and Jack, week number 366. Our special <laughs> guest today. <laughs> week 366. I don't know. Time spent with you always seems a lot it longer does. than it actually yes, it is, does. Jack. Yes, it does. It's very tedious. I think it's like week 18, 19, something like that. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. 366 guy, sounds better. The, the guy that was blowing leaves is now mowing, so I've got that going oh, yeah, for me. Yeah. But most importantly, uh, the, the world-renowned uh, broadcaster, John Hancock is our special guest. World, they certainly. Well, have. weren't you on the World Wide Web at some point? I mean, that was what weren't you, well, weren't we, you broadcast? We, we all are. I mean, isn't that what we're doing right now? Yes. So yeah. therefore, you're world there renowned. You sure. So you're some, not just Charlotte's some kid in Yugoslavia beloved. is listening to us right now. Yeah. That's right. You're the world's most beloved now. <laughs> world's most beloved, yeah. but no pressure. Hey, Kristen, <laughs> you know what you should have done is taken the show out on your patio and invited uh, your leaf-blowing, uh, yard-mowing friend to be part of the action. Yes. Do you speak Spanish? <laughs> I do, as it turns out. Uh, but oh. most of the words I know are ugly, and I don't think that he'd want to come join me asking that way. There you go. She, she doesn't know the, the, the polite greetings. She I can only... say, don't style baño. Yeah, where's the bathroom? That's that was really right. wrong Everybody of me anyway, because I'm assuming that it... <laughs> the kid's not from Milwaukee. He's not profiling. Uh, We were talking uh, before the break about uh, Kids First of the Carolinas and all the work that uh, John used to do uh, with Sharon and the gang over there. And you mentioned that you're still going to do the bike drive, but this time you're teaming up with the Panthers to do do so. Is that correct? Yeah, well, uh, last year the Panthers uh, and SOC TV, uh, ABC affiliate here in Charlotte, stepped forward because I was recovering from the leg thing. 
And right. so they kept the John Hancock bike drive going for year number 27. And then this year we're all uh, getting back together again. And uh, December the 7th from 10 a.m. till 7 p.m. at Bank of America Stadium, we'll be collecting bikes uh, for kids. And I'll be down there as far as I know for the full nine hours. So if you can come by and let me shake your hand. Now, will you be broadcasting? No. No. No, I, d I don't know if On BT what, is... his hand? Yeah, WBT may be broadcasting, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just going to be down there. And I guess if they've got an open mic, I'll probably find it. There you go. I know you will. Yeah. <laughs> I know you will. Now, now let me ask you this. Uh, <clears throat> since Cam Newton is back, and I know this because he said so, he said, and I quote, I'm back. I heard him say that. Yeah, mm -hmm. twice. Yep. He took his helmet off and said it. He, and he, he confirmed himself <laughs> twice. Well, and then you get a fine when you do that because. Unsportsmanlike. It's unsportsmanlike. You can't take your off in the middle of a game. Well, that's what happened. Um, anyway, will, will, will actual Panthers be out there? Will some of the Panthers be out there helping you? I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have an answer to that question. I would, uh, I would hope so. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure who at all is going to be out there. I, I would hope, uh, you know, Cam has actually helped us in the past uh, through his foundation. So I don't know how hands-on that was, but the Cam Newton Foundation has helped uh, kids first in the past uh, by way of photographs, autographed photographs. And I have a Cam Newton autographed jersey that uh, he gave me for our work. And uh, so, uh, so, you know, so, so who knows? Um, I don't want to make promises I can't keep, but uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows indeed with that one? And so what is, the, what is the pulse in Charlotte, guys? I have to ask you, because here I am on Hilton Head. Uh, on the lots island. Of folks on the island. On the island, She's as on I the call island. it. Yeah. Lots of folks talking about the Cam Newton oh, yeah. uh, situation and that he's back, though, even down here. Uh, I must tell you, I was a Cam Newton fan. I didn't care for some of the, the uh, showboating antics, I guess, um, especially when, you know, we weren't winning. Um, but I'm telling you. That that game on Sunday was like electrified. It was I felt like I had gone back in time, and it was so much fun to watch. And you know, I always felt like when Cam was on the field, uh, you're saying there's a chance. You know? New new energy, um, and it kind of shows you just how bad we were. I mean, I don't want to take a shot at uh, our old quarterback necessarily, just for the sake of taking a shot at him. But uh, you now have brought back uh, Cam Newton, uh, and he's infused some new energy in. And whether or not that's going to be a great answer for us or we'll see him sulking on the bench uh, this week, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have but, to see. But uh, last week couldn't have been more fun. I know. But either way, we get amazing pre- and post-game outfits slash ensembles from oh, the yeah. man, don't we? Oh, yeah. That's not one of my favorite parts of Cam either. <laughs> but I, he does he does have style and, and listen, uh, the Panthers with Cam are more fun than the Panthers without. And and I don't I won't miss his his press conferences after a loss and all of that stuff. I didn't mm. miss it all. But I didn't enjoy watching him fall from the top rung of the ladder all the way down to the bottom either. I don't like seeing that happen to people. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, that's that's the that's what people like to see, though, don't they? Oh, I mean, they do. Yeah. yeah, they like to talk about it. Yeah. 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 People Absolutely. love to see. Like you to know, see the, people fall. Yeah. We love that for some reason. That is and a and that is a really dark quirk of human nature. I've always thought. Yeah. 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 Not cool. Um, and I, so I'm I'm very excited that he's back. I remember when my son was little, I bought him a Cam Newton jersey, and he used to pretend to do that Superman thing. You know, the mm -hmm. Superman. Yep. Um, 
and so now his jersey is relevant again. I said, you can dig that back out, buddy. Yep. <laughs> might be He's a little back. might be a little small at this point. <laughs> sure, but you know. I am looking forward, and I hope he continues this because the one thing I did miss about Cam was him handing footballs to kids in the stands after touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I, and that's a tradition I wish the Hornets or the Panthers had figured out some way to keep. Uh, and so I look forward to him scoring at Bank of America Stadium, and I hope he brings that back and starts handing those touchdown footballs to kids. Now, did he? I didn't get to watch the game because I was working. But did he? Does he? Is he? The, is he number one? Yeah. He's back on number one. He he touched the ball two times in the first ten minutes of the game and scored two touchdowns. But is his number on his jersey? Is he number one? Yeah, yeah. he's still he's yeah. still wearing he the jersey. Oh, yeah. Always. I didn't know if they gave him a new number or nope. if he got his old number back. He got his old number back. Yeah. Well, they saved some money on that. They probably had his uniform somewhere in storage, just brought I'm that back I'm out. I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder if they know when they transfer it from the washing machine to the dryer, all those germs yeah. are being transferred with it. All that feces, yeah. <laughs> and blood. You know, uh, have you noticed yeah. by having John on the show, Kristen, we, the, the, the show was not in the toilet today. No, but we can put it in the toilet next oh. week and, and make John uncomfortable. Why do, we, why do we have to wait next week? <laughs> well, the show is almost over. Did you do a word of the week? Because we I, were going to play Win Jackman stuff, but we're having an issue yeah. with our video, and I yeah. thought, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. But but <clears> next, John's going to join us for two episodes, thank God. So next week, John will take on the Jackman. I'm, oh, I'm going to make John fun. play Win Does that Jackman mean I have stuff? to have another lunch with Jack? Yes, another lunch. Yep. Oh, God. And well, it, you pay for the next one, I'll right? I'll pay for the next okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, today's uh, word of the week, tether a dick. What? T uh, what? Waiter? T-E-T-H-E-R-A-D-I-C-K, <laughs> tether a dick. That uh, is now not like, a word. It is a word. I shall now use it in a sentence. Okay. And in honor of our guest, John hadn't been at the sex addiction clinic long, but long <laughs> enough to know that the orderlies meant business when he ran naked through the cafeteria. When things got out of hand, the men in white coats would surely tether a dick. <laughs> that would have been uh, better if you'd have used Hancock instead of John. <laughs> I... <laughs> you may be right on that. Uh, Lounging with Kristen and Jack is presented each week by the Queen City Podcast Network. You can get our episodes every Friday, queencitypodcastnetwork.com. You can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts and uh, make sure to give us a five-star rating, especially today. Give us a six if you can. Yeah. And uh, we want to thank our uh, executive producer, Brian St. Brian, another great show in the can. And we're back again next week. Any parting thoughts, Kristen? <laughs> I'm still stuck on Tether and Dick. Sorry. <laughs> John? I hope you'll come back next week. I'm thinking about it. Where's okay. the pay window? <laughs> to your left on thank, the way thank out. Thank you yes. very much. Break a leg. We don't stop it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jesus. <laughs>